Did you ever think you were made it? I feel I'm so close, I could take sweet victory. I know this life meant for me. Yeah, why would you bet on Goliath when we got bet David? Value taming, giving values contagious. This world of entrepreneurs, we get no value to hate it. Now they run, homie, look what I become. I'm the, I'm the one. I'm Patrick Medevi, host of ITM, and today we're going to talk about the science of asking questions. Do certain salespeople ask better questions than others that get them results? If yes, we're going to talk about it today. A couple things we're going to do. One, we're going to look at a few studies that have to do with asking questions, then the power of sequence, sequencing of your questions, and then different formats of questions you can ask. So having said that, let's get right into some of these studies. The first study we're going to look at is called the mere measurement effect. It's a study done in 1993 by a few social scientists. And the study they did was on 40,000 participants, revealing that simply by asking a question of the customers whether they were going to buy a car or not, increased the chances of them buying a car by 35% in the next six months. What does this mean? Sometimes it's a simple question you ask. Have you thought about buying a home? Oh, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if I have. It increases the chances of them thinking about it. Have you thought about going into a relationship? Have you thought about getting into a business? Have you thought about doing this? It's processing. They're thinking about it. Second study is by Journal of Applied Psychology asking citizens whether they're going to vote in an upcoming election increases likelihood by 25%. This is why you'll see a lot of people on both the left and the right will go out there and say, you got to show up. It's all about us showing up. It's all about showing up because they are trying to persuade their party to show up to vote because the more they talk about it, increases the chances of people going and showing up. A tech company did a study on 500,000 business-to-business sales conversations. Imagine you're listening to 500,000 business-to-business sales conversations trying to figure out what is the optimal range of questions to ask that increase the chances of selling and this is what they came up with the magical number was 11 to 14 questions anything above 14 questions diminish the ratios of them closing which means there is a right amount of questions to ask to get to the results that you want just because you're asking a lot of questions doesn't mean you're being optimal you're just asking a lot of questions and the last study is by Harvard Business Review I'm gonna share with you Mu Sigma they pulled 200 clients and this is what they asked them they said when you go home and you're spending time with your kids what percentage of the conversation your kids have with you is statements what percentage is questions they said 70 to 80 percent of the time when their kids are communicating with their parents it's questions then the same poll asked the same clients how about when you go out there and you're talking to your clients what percentage of your communication is questions and what percentage of statements they said 15 to 25 percent is questions so their kids ask way more questions than they do so why is that an issue here's why that's an issue because when you look at the traditional educational system we got recognized for answers when you look at entrepreneurs creative minds you know innovators they get recognized for asking the right questions that lead to finding the right solution to a problem which then they build a great business and it ends up selling or they make a lot of money doing it so now you may be asking Pat who cares about these questions if I ask them or not listen the right sequence of questions helps you in sales negotiation dating you're sitting there dating talking to somebody you're asking the question to get to a resolution of knowing if this is something you can pursue or not interviewing on a podcast you're running a podcast a YouTube channel that's questioning parenting coaching it's all about questioning think about it this way you are trying to get to an answer how many questions is it going to take you to get to your answer start thinking about it in the right sequence because the right sequence of questions equals to optimize results you're getting to what you want for example 
if I was in sales early on, I would sit with a lot of clients and I would spend an hour and a half trying to, you know, I'm working, I'm working Stanley Dean Witter. I want this person to be a client. Hour and a half later, they're not qualified. What a waste of my hour and a half. I was not experienced. I was an amateur. So then I started cleaning up, cleaning up my questions to know the sequence of asking. So I don't need to go an hour and a half. Maybe I'm going 10 minutes. Maybe I'm going 20 minutes. If you're trying to qualify somebody to buy a home, if you're trying to qualify somebody to go on a date with, if you're trying to qualify for somebody to be an investor, you're an investor. You're trying to buy into a business. You ask the right questions to see if this is even the right business for you to invest into. That's the right sequencing of asking questions. So now I'm going to give you a visual to help you see this a little bit more clear. This is a sequence of questions you ask. You pose your first question. When you ask, you could get possibly two answers. And you typically, you know, it could be a yes or a no. It could be a, someone that's looking at investing over a million dollars or less than a million dollars. So you get that number. Okay, if they say less than a million dollars, whatever the question may be, their answer, the next question is based on that answer. Then you answer, ask a question, you get two different answers. If this is the answer, you get another question. Then You see how this is working out? It's kind of going because you're trying to get to what? The right answer to qualify them. This right here is why you got to do a lot of role play and anticipation. So I would literally sit there and I would say, what could that client ask me? And I'm sitting with a partner of mine that we're both in sales. They could ask this, ooh, if they ask this, if you ask this and they say this, what do you say? Then you say this. Maybe we gotta eliminate this question. I don't think this is really needed, but I do think we need to ask this question to help us clarify on this part. I like that. So what if they say this, you say this. What if they say that, they say this. We role play this so much until the sequencing was so perfect, it was like, okay, boom, 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 boom. This is an art. Once you figure it out, you cannot wait to go out there and sit with clients. By the way, Men who are great with women get great at it because they're so confident because they know what questions to ask that leads to certain results. Just like a salesperson, an investor, a CEO, a parent, a coach, all of them, it's based on questioning, right? So now, different formats of questions to ask. Very basic. One of them, introductory. How are you? What's your name? That's introductory. Next one is mirror. Hi, how are you? Good, I'm, I'm good. How are you? Mirror. You're mirroring their questions, right? So that's pretty basic of building rapport. Next, transition question. Hi, how are you? Tell me about yourself, blah, 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 blah. And I'm from there. By the way, how long have you been a business owner here? By the way, that's transition. We're transitioning. Or maybe you're going through a set of uh, things that you're presenting. So this leads me to dot, 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 dot. And you pose your next question. Next one is follow-up questions, which follow-up questions, believe it or not, in here are one of the most valuable questions to ask because follow-up is you ask this, you ask this, they give this, then you give this, and then as you get deeper, it gets better and better. A great interviewer knows what question to ask afterwards, while a mediocre one will go completely here. You were about to get deeper on a topic where you were about to get to the point that's going to be the climax, right? The same thing with business. So a follow-up question could be they say something, you ask the right follow-up question that's leading again to the result that you want. That's follow-up questions, clarifying questions. So, you know, Bob, let me clarify this real quick. So are you trying to say that what you're looking for is somewhere, a house that's going to be close to a freeway, close to your kid's school. You would like it to be four-bedroom. You don't want it to be two-bedroom, a little bit of a backyard, but you're not, a, you're not somebody that wants to have a pool, and you would like it to be designed. Is, is that pretty much what you're, yes, that's what I'm asking for, clarifying. Clarifying could be your kids. Uh, hey, are you telling me that you would like to do something like this for your birthday? Yes. Okay, great. Clarifying questions, right? Next one is bridging comparison questions. What does this mean? So, you know, John, based on what you just said here, how much of this applies to every industry? What do you mean? Well, you just said that, you know, in the bodybuilding world, 
you know, the level of discipline it requires to be detailed about your diet, all this other stuff. How much of this also applies to somebody that's running a business? How much detail you think? Oh, very much so. You know, you're bridging the two different things together. You're making a comparison to make a point to them, right? And then the last one I have here is digging deeper questions. So you ask one layer of question, another layer of question, another layer. Now it's to dig, dig in deeper questions. So in reality, is it fair to say that ta 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 ta? Yes. So how do you feel about this? That's getting digging even deeper than that. And by the way, there's another 30 ways of asking this question. The whole purpose of this is to help you think about questions in a whole different way to help you in your business life and your personal life. Thanks everybody for listening. And by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to Valuetainment on iTunes, please do so. Give us a five star, write a review if you haven't already. And if you have any questions for me that you may have, you can always find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Just search my name, Patrick Bid-David, and I actually do respond back when you snap me or send me a message on Instagram. With that being said, have a great day today. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.